Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Setback by Madison for Sol! Spurs silence the place! And Madison can drive, and Sol is in! Hi guys, welcome back to the Spurred On podcast. It is Thursday and I am fresh back from an open training session at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It was put on for the premium members, uh, premium ticket holders at the club and I'm just so lucky enough that one of my friends is and invited me along. So I went there and I will tell you more about that open training session towards the back end of this episode. So keep watching for that and maybe even some pictures and videos from it. But before I get on to that, first, some of the Spurs news that's been doing the rounds over the last 24 hours or so. And I'm sure you've heard that there are rumours that Frankie de Jong, the defensive midfielder from Barcelona, formerly of Ajax, who was in that amazing Ajax team under Eric Ten Hag that got to the uh, Champions League semi-finals where they were ruthlessly beaten in the last minute by a Lucas Moura-inspired Tottenham Hotspur. Well, Rumours are that Frankie de Jong is interesting Spurs and that we've already suggested a 60 million euro bid to Barcelona. Now, this to me is a fascinating rumour because, of course, we know Barcelona not kind of flushed with cash at the moment. The clubs in Spain are in real trouble financially, even Barcelona and Real Madrid, but especially Barcelona because they are redoing the new Camp as well, completely ripped down the old stadium and, and doing it up piece by piece. Um, and obviously there were rumours all last summer about Frankie de Jong going to Manchester United and it was him in the end who put the kibosh on that. He stopped that from happening. He said he wanted to stay at Barcelona. So this is an interesting rumour linking Spurs with him. We have a lot of kind of central midfielders at the moment. That's not to suggest that I think Ange necessarily is happy with all of them and wouldn't change a few. Obviously we've got Lucas Bergwall coming in the summer as well. But to me... 
it sounds like this one might be a bit of agent talk. It might be a little bit of maybe even Barcelona's agents talk. Maybe Barcelona want to get him off the wage bill and want to get some money in for him like they did last summer. And they're seeing that Tottenham are one of the few clubs who have money to spend in the days of financial fair play and profits and sustainability rules. So I see this one as very unlikely, but the rumour has been put out there, so never say never. He is an unbelievable player, I should say, just an incredibly intelligent footballer, really kind of like a quarterback, reads the game. Very underrated at Spurs back in the day was Michael Carrick, and he went on to win absolutely everything at Manchester United, and Frankie de Jong just reminds me of a slightly smaller Michael Carrick. Really incredible player, but for me, probably someone who has a little bit too much status, uh, a little bit too much kind of name in football to come to Tottenham Hotspur at this stage. But like I said, never say never. Another transfer rumour doing the rounds at the moment, and this one is surprising me less, actually. We're linked with Hertha Berlin midfielder Boris Mamutza, only 16 years old. This strikes me as a Johan Langer kind of rumour. He's very young, one for the academy, and it doesn't surprise me at all that we're rumoured to be sniffing around him. Also interesting, Ajax and Barcelona. Once again, Spurs and Barcelona kind of swimming in the same waters. Obviously, we took Lucas Bergvall from under their noses uh, only a month or so ago. So let's see what happens with this Mamutza. He's very young, very raw. I haven't seen anything of him. Just a rumour doing the rounds. Let me know in the comments if you know anything about him. Also, guys, once again, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Please do, if you're listening on the Spotify or Apple Podcasts, come over to YouTube, go over to uh, podca- uh, the podcast platforms, Apple podcast or Spotify and give me a subscribe or a follow there. A bit more news. Leipzig have been uh, kind of letting the, the leaks come out to the journalists that they are fully expecting Tottenham to activate the deal in the summer to keep Timo Werner at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It would only be £15 million. I don't know. What do you think about Timo Werner's... Um, kind of performances at Spurs so far. He's got a few assists and he's done well, especially when Sonny has been away. But at the moment, I can't see him being any more than kind of an impact substitute. And for that, I think he'll be really good. Let's assume that uh, Sonny and uh, Deki Kulisewski will start against Wolves at the weekend. I can see both Brennan Johnson and Timo Werner as excellent potential impact substitutes, bringing legs and pace onto the pitch if we need it in the last 20, 25 minutes or so. So, if maybe Big Ange Postacoglu is thinking that we need really, really great depth to the squad, which we will, then maybe we will kind of do that £15 million activation for Timo's deal. I don't think necessarily it would be a bad one, but I do not foresee Timo Werner being a first-team player at Tottenham Hotspur going into next season. Next bit of news, again, last 24 hours, that Antonio Conte interview. First time he's talked really since he left Spurs uh, 18 months or so ago. And he's come out and uh, had a few little sly digs at Tottenham Hotspur. One of the main kind of headline-worthy ones was how when we reached that fourth place at Norwich away to qualify for the Champions League under him, he said how he did not feel comfortable celebrating being in fourth place. Now, look, it's easy for somebody who's won everything and uh, managed only kind of really the biggest clubs who have the most money and uh, in Chelsea's case, you know, unlimited money and unlimited abilities to cheat the financial fair play system, which of course they've already been uh, penalised for once by losing their transfer uh, windows back in the day when Frank Lampard became their manager. And then also they've got another um, charge railed against them at the moment because 
when Todd Bowley and Clear Lake took over Chelsea, they have since gone to the Premier League and admitted that they have found uh, problems within the balance books at Chelsea where Abramovich's lot were hiding money in various different offshore bank accounts, etc., etc. So Conte managing in a situation where he can buy the best players, sure, maybe then you don't celebrate fourth place. But at Tottenham, where we hadn't been in the Champions League for a few seasons, look, I think he's just having you know, finding a way to have a little dig at Tottenham Hotspur. And it's important we don't get too riled up about it. He also talked about how, you know, entertaining football is important, but winning is everything. Well, as far as I remember, there wasn't much entertaining football from from Antonio Conte. Sure, in his first season, first six months especially, there were lots of goals. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. But they were all goals on the counter-attack. We never controlled games. We always sat on our own 18-yard box. And it wasn't fun to watch. So it'll be interesting to see where Conte turns up next. Rumours are he'll be the next Milan manager. He says he wants a Champions League for his father. Let's see what happens. My personal opinion is I think he's a bit of a dinosaur. And I think that about Jose Mourinho as well. And it's fascinating to me that Jose Mourinho is being touted about potentially for the Bayern Munich job. Bayern, of course, lost 1-0 in the first leg of their last 16 Champions League tie against Lazio last night with Harry Kane barely even getting a touch. Anyway, on to that open training session that I went to today. I took my journey to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium from Liverpool Street through Seven Sisters, got out at White Hart Lane and made that, I just love that walk from White Hart Lane Station across the road. You can see the huge kind of spaceship-esque Tottenham Hotspur Stadium all the way and uh, walk past the Harry Kane mural, which I still love to see. Like I said in a a previous video, I'm not an anti-Harry Kane person just because he left Spurs. He did what he had to do and he is the top scorer of our club and I love him and it won't surprise me to see him back. I then went to uh, the shop, had a good look around the Tottenham Hotspur store. Really is amazing there. What I can actually recommend, some incredible Beavertown collaboration uh, clothes and stuff there. If I had any money, I would buy some more of that stuff. I really love it. Uh, And then what we were given as part of this kind of premium hospitality um, open training session, we were given a free brunch, which consisted of uh, a bacon roll, if you wanted that, or pancakes uh, and some uh, orange juice or hot drinks or whatever. The food was okay, I'd say. I mean, to be fair, they probably had to supply this food to maybe three or four thousand people. So, you know, I would have liked a fried breakfast, but I didn't get one. That's what I'm saying. But it was pretty good. And then on to the open training session. I noted a few things. I've tried to take some pictures and videos, so hopefully you'll be able to see some of that. Firstly, no Destiny Udogi or Pedro Porro. Udogi was, of course, taken off uh, against Brighton early, and they are apparently assessing 
him at the moment. He hasn't trained all week. Uh, so it's fascinating not to see them. It's a shame. Obviously, I really hope they're fit for Wolves. But Ben Davis and Emerson Royal were uh, in this open training session involved in all of the defensive stuff. Giovanni Lo Celso and Ryan Sessegnon were both training. That kind of surprised me. Um, first thing I really noticed as the players were coming out for the training session in front of the thousands of fans, Big Ange Postacogli made a point shaking every one of their hands. It's a real respect for him. Uh, thing for him I think shake all their hands give them a hug before the start of the training session let them know that he's there and he's watching and for the rest of the session he really does take a kind of headmaster-esque back seat just watching over everything he doesn't say a word he lets his coaches do all of the drills be that uh, Rob Birch for the keepers Ryan Mason and Mile Jedinak for the other players so it's really fascinating to see that there were three groups of players then kind of cut into teams of seven wearing separate bibs there didn't seem to be any kind of any rhyme or reason as to who was on each team not that I could notice anyway let me know if you know any different Um, but that's how they kind of went about it then they started off with some light kind of drills without the ball just kind of warm-up drills and the keepers went off separately with Rob Birch to do some um, what I describe as kind of light distribution and control sessions so the uh, Rob Birch the keeper coach was kicking it to the keepers to their chest so they're controlling on their chest and then just getting it back to him kind of fizzing it back to him at pace along the ground so really working on the keepers distribution there then all the players went into some one and two touch drills pretty simple stuff before going into some kind of two and three player pressing rondos so the ones where there's a a kind of circle or a square of players and then two or three of them in the middle trying to win the ball back off them and very much one and two touch base all about pressing with intensity which of course is in keeping with what Ange Ball wants in match days uh, and that was it, what it was really about, them kind of hunting in packs, pressing in, in groups of three and teaching those players who have the ball to kind of be brave on it, get the muscle memory so that if they're crowded by other players, not to panic and give it to their teammates. That all makes sense with what Ange wants as well. The next drill was kind of midfielders passing it into the nine, the nine getting it out wide and then the wide player trying to often make a, a, a pass to a player running outside him, getting to the byline, cutting it back for then the nine or someone else running from midfield to finish it with a cutback across the front of the goal. How many goals have Spurs scored with just exactly that this season? And you can see why, because they are doing that drill for maybe 15, 20 minutes, just over and over and over. All of Pretty much all of Richarlison's goals this season have been scored from that kind of move. So it totally makes sense. They love that drill. Meanwhile, the back four were doing a, a separate drill on their own which was kind of working on how straight and together their back line can be based on where the ball was in different parts of the pitch. So starting with a really high line, and then if the ball was moved forward a little bit, dropping off a little bit, but not too far. Always concentrating on the togetherness and the tightness of that high line. A few things that I really noticed, some impressive finishing throughout the open training session from uh, Timo Werner, which kind of surprised me. Pat Matasar, really crisp finishing. Uh, Deki Kulisewski, as you know, a wand of a left foot. And some really excellent calm finishing from Brian Hill as well. We don't get to see a lot of that in the Premier League, but clearly is a cultured player and finally the last thing before they all went in uh, uh, from the end of the open training session there was a little shooting session uh, for the attacking players and then some of the defenders took some penalties against Vicario at the other end it was really fun to watch short and sharp they didn't play a big game or anything like that good of the club to lay it on and uh, hopefully you enjoyed some of those videos although uh, I only shot them on my phone so not great quality anyway guys thank you so much for watching and listening please do press subscribe give the video a like if you're watching there keep following the channel really appreciate your support come on you Spurs